0: Welcome back to Ion Health on Dubai I 103.8.
1: With Arab Health, united by business, forging ahead. So, Dr. Sticker, you are the Vice Chair of Hematology and Oncology Department at Sheikh Shagbut Medical City in Abu Dhabi. Thank you so much for your time. We're bringing together some incredible experts for a very special show on cancer care here on Ion Health on Dubai I 103.8. Um, can I ask you? Why Why this area of expertise? Where did it begin for you and uh, how did you get to where you are?
0: It wasn't until basically in medical school I had a, a professor um, that was an inspiration in medical school. What really inspired me about cancer care were, were two things. Number one, the patients really, um, they, there's a special bond between uh, an oncologist and a patient um, at, at least in my opinion. And it's really around trying to balance um, what, what is the best thing we can do for that individual. The second thing is, is that there is um, a really a critically unmet need. We still have far too many patients not only diagnosed with cancer, but far too many who are dying from cancer. And there's a huge unmet need on finding those uh, treatments, treatment modalities, technologies, to really provide either long-term, you know, remission or even cure for for cancer, and I knew that that was um, was going to be a pretty uphill battle for medicine collectively.
1: What impact do you think COVID is going to have when it comes to cancer in the kind of short, medium, long term?
0: I think what we're going to see is is that those of us who have not been able to get to screening for one reason or another we're going to see an increase in incidences of of more later stage diseases. So in other words, those things that we could have picked up earlier are not being picked up now, but will be picked up later at a little bit more of an advanced stage.
1: Let's talk positive, though, because it's a really exciting time when it comes to technologies in treatment. Can you tell us about some of the latest innovations in cancer care that you are either working with or that you could be working with?
0: They really are things like CAR-T therapy for certain blood cancers. But one of the reasons that uh, I and my colleagues at SSMC are here are to bring those therapies to the UAE. The other uh, area in hematology is actually on the non-cancer space, But it's it's gene therapies and the promise of of gene therapy for patients who have, for example, thalassemia or sickle cell disease.
1: So when you think about your research efforts um, plans, how does that feed into the UAE long term and the UAE's vision when it comes to healthcare?
0: So the vision in the UAE is the same as as ours at SSMC, and that is. You know, we want to be a world-class destination for healthcare. And at least in, in my particular practice area, that includes cancer care. So we have, as I mentioned, far too many people who are still dying from cancer. And the only way we're going to prevent that is with better treatments. But those treatments still need to be developed in a lab. There still needs to be research on cancer cells. And then those agents are brought into the clinical practice, but because they are maybe first in human or in a first time combination, we just can't bring them to the clinic and and administer them. They have to be in very tightly controlled environments for for patient safety. Um, So what we're doing at SSMC is actually building that research infrastructure where we have collaborations with, for example, Khalifa University to work on that basic science and and discovery of new and and novel targets to to target cancer cells. But then here at SSMC, we're building infrastructure that includes dedicated laboratory space, dedicated hospital units, dedicated personnel who um, oversee the management of patients and then people like me who are interested in in bringing those new agents into clinical trials. Um, so you know what we're trying to build here is really in line with where the, the country wants to go, and that is to be that world class destination for for patients.
1: Can I ask you a little bit about clinical trials because we hear about them and we hear about my friends actually in in a clinical trial now in London for stage four breast cancer, and it seems to be going incredibly well. But I think it does take a huge leap of faith from a family, from an individual, from their oncologist, as you're saying, that relationship is incredibly special. Can you tell us a little bit about what happens perhaps behind the scenes or what kind of work we might not be aware of in order to be able to get something signed off long term for a wider population?
0: It takes years to develop um, the clinical trial from idea to actual rollout in the clinic. And the reason it takes that long is because there are so many safety steps along the way to make sure that we have everything that we need to to administer a clinical trial in the safest possible manner. And, And that goes from not only how we do blood tests, but also how often we do blood tests all the way down to do we have the support staff 24 hours a day in case there is a reaction or there is an, um, a side effect that we were not anticipating so whenever you think about clinical trials um, i'd like people to know that a lot of time energy and thought has gone into making sure it's as safe as possible the other thing to know is is that By enrolling in a clinical trial, you might actually be receiving a future therapy today. In other words, a therapy that will be used in in two to three years, but you're receiving it today, and that's a benefit um, to to potentially enrolling in a clinical trial. I'll end by saying that clinical trials aren't for everybody, but um, for those patients uh, in who clinical trials are an option, we really encourage participation.
1: And presumably you need full patient buy-in as well, because it's not just about what happens in clinic, it's about things, lifestyle factors that happen outside of that space.
0: Absolutely. So a quick example would be um, in in clinical trials, we'll very often tell patients to be um, careful of what kind of supplements they're using. Um, a lot of supplements have interactions or unknown interactions with chemotherapy.
1: Tell us a little bit more about that partnership with Khalifa University. It sounds like a huge amount of work and research is going on. Um, what are the aims there and how do you think it's going to benefit the UAE in the future?
0: So Khalifa University is very strong in, in basic science research. In other words, the asking the questions that, that really need to be done in a laboratory with either cells or tissue samples or very um, specialized techniques. And that includes why cancer cells become cancerous. How do they evade the immune system? How do they uh, develop mechanisms of chemotherapy resistance? But also there are new discoveries of new pro- of, of proteins that we hadn't known about that then can become targets for new drug development. But all of that happens in in, uh, basic science labs. And SSMC is a a clinical um, uh, entity. We really don't have those basic science labs. But when those discoveries are made and maybe a drug has been identified, Khalifa University and, and SSMC partner to then bring that knowledge and technology to the patients. And and that's where that partnership really is uh, most valuable. And quite honestly, we need each other because those basic science um, you know discoveries that then leads to a new way of treating cancer. are are what SSMC then would um, act upon in in trying to improve cancer care. Dr. Sticky, thank you so much for
1: your time today. Really, really appreciate it. Wonderful to have you on the show and have you in the UAE uh, when it comes to hematology and oncology. And hugely exciting to see what some of these partnerships are going to uh, bring us in the near future. So keep us us involved, don't you?
0: Will do. My pleasure.
1: Join me again next week, Friday, 10am, where we're talking about the transformation of COVID-19 testing and its management here in the UAE and beyond. Don't forget, you can listen again, head over to our podcast page, wherever you get your podcasts and just look for Eye on Health. Have a wonderful weekend ahead. I'm Helen Farmer here on Dubai Eye 103.8.
0: Eye on Health on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Arab Health, united by business, forging ahead.